Joining us right now is Rabbi Levi Notick, and uh, you are the Director of Development at Friends of Refugees of Eastern Europe. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bruce and Judy. How are you? Fine, thank you. Now, Rabbi, this is not a new organization. Have you been dealing... This is something you guys have been dealing with for a while, right? Yes, the Lubavitcher Rebbe founded Free Friends of Refugees of Eastern Europe in 1977. Whoa. With a mission to help the immigrants that were coming from the former Soviet Union, Ukraine, Russia, and all the Eastern European countries, humanitarian, educational, spiritual, whatever help they needed to be there hands-on. Wow. So you guys have been doing this for a while. This is not new, and there have been, sadly, for 40-something years, there's been refugees um, moving around that area. Can you tell me maybe even more specifically, as as I will acknowledge, I'm I'm trying to get up to speed on some of the... Uh, the history of the region. What is the 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 plight of Jews in Ukraine, Russia? How how does that play into this? Well, today, like everyone else that's there, I mean, there's human suffering. Yes, sir. They're fleeing for their life. Those that are able to get out, many, many, actually, majority are not able to leave, and we're on the ground there helping them with basic needs. I mean, they can't get medicine. A lot of them can't get food. They're, they're running out of supplies. It's very, very difficult on the ground. It's dangerous. There, there, there's sirens. There's explosions. It's, I mean, the human suffering oh. and the, the pain is just horrible. Agreed. How many Jewish people are there in Ukraine? There's an estimated of a quarter of a million, two hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, in some of the words, I got to tell you, it's it's been di- disappointing because I I hate when you start hearing Nazi comparisons. But even President Putin referred to. Ukrainians as Nazis, maybe it was lost on them that the president of Ukraine is Jewish. And like you said, there's half a million Jews there. Uh, but the, the Nazi comparisons and and the, the, there is a lot of them in this. And it's really disturbing. Uh, not just to, I mean, must be more so to you. Nazi comparison adds adds hurt. Um, it, it evokes many difficult memories for survivors, for their children even for their grandchildren. It's a very difficult um, and, and painful um, comparison. However, whatever label it gets, there's tremendous, tremendous suffering. And, um, you know, we have to be there to help others in need. And it's our, it's our um, duty and our responsibility. And as we sit here in Chicago thinking, what's going on and what can we do? There are really practical things we could do. Helping them, sending aid, making sure they have the stuff that they need. I mean, getting money into the country is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Getting supplies into the country is very difficult. And th- this is survival. There, there are people that are literally hungry, literally like no medicine. They're, they're stuck. Oh. Yeah, and, and Rabbi, you're talking about, you know, people who are not necessarily wanting to leave their country, right? I mean, they, they're, Ukraine is their home. At some point, I mean, they might want to move out of that city at the time being while it's being bombed. But this is a place they're going to stay. Well, there's a lot of difficulty getting out, even sure. those that want to leave. Certain ages can't leave, and we're, at Free, we're dealing with a lot of the, the resources that are available on the ground there. People are calling their family members that are trying to get out. There's a draft, so if you're between 18 and 60, you can't leave uh, males. You are in a situation where, how do I get out? Who could help me? And we're navigating that and directing them, and it's constantly changing. You know, one city has buses at this point. There's a phone number to call in that area. 
keeps changing. So a lot of people want to leave. A lot of people can't leave. A lot of people have elderly family members. They do not want to leave alone. Yeah. Right. The idea that, that have... everyone can pick up and leave. You're right. That's it's probably not very practical in any way, shape or form. Rabbi Levi Notik is with us right now, the director of development at Friends of Refugees of Eastern Europe. And and I, I, I don't want to gloss over it. An organization that's been around since the 70s because there has been a need to help refugees of Eastern Europe for quite some time. What we're seeing in Ukraine is just the latest version of that. Are you in contact with uh, uh, with people in Ukraine? Are you getting stories back? Yes. Multiple times a day we're talking to them. There's a call for help. We're stuck. We need help. How do we get out? Should we leave? Some of our children can't leave as far as the age goes. Some of our elderly can't leave. What should we do? There's desperation. There's fear. It's, it's a very difficult time. Yeah. And we we have to help on our side. And that's we set up a campaign and really a fund free of Chicago slash Ukraine to help these people with the necessities. Are you finding that these necessities are you're able to get them into Ukraine, to, into the hands of the people who really need it? It's very hard to send things over. So we're sending money to the people that are there mm-hmm. so that they can access whatever may be available there. We're trying to get more, more supplies in. It's very difficult to ship things. And just over the border, Romania, Moldova, and so on, you have people that already got out that have set up centers yeah. to feed them, to have a place for them to sleep as they flee and figure out, not my plan for the future, my plan for tomorrow. Right. A, 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 a trauma, a war like this can can make you uh, start looking a lot more, uh, yeah, day to day. You don't have a year plan right now. You're just trying to get through the day. And, and, and Rabbi, you make a great point that I think uh, the United Nations has said over a million people now have fled Ukraine to neighboring countries, Poland and Romania, some of the, the neighboring states there and are are desperate and in need. And we, we've seen images of, and we actually talked to a, a ABC News reporter of, you know, people walking 30, 40 miles with suitcases, you know, everything that they own just to get out of the country. And now they need our help and, and you're there to do it. Correct. Is there, can you tell me also, and, and, and again, you know, when we think about um, Russian Jews the the is it is it a complex relationship with Ukraine? Uh, do you see uh, are Ukrainian Jews, Russian Jews? Are you are you bound together by your your Jewry more than by your nationality? Both. Everyone is bound together. Russia, Ukraine. It's really one people. Um, former Soviet Union. It doesn't matter which side of this line you are you're on or the other side. It's it's one community. I mean, we are fortunate to to serve this community of wonderful, wonderful people for so many years. And it's it's really Russia, Ukraine, white Russia. It's all it's all the same mm-hmm. as far as the people are, um, which is special. And um, as they suffer, everyone cares and is trying to do whatever whatever possible to help them. Can you give us the, the place where, once again, where people can go and get that direct aid? Where can they go and help and support your the mission of free? Freeofchicago dot com forward slash Ukraine. It's an emergency fund going directly to people on the ground to help them with supplies, with just ability to flee those that still can. It's getting harder and harder to leave the country, to get buses, 
to get whatever type of cars may be possible. Getting gas is extremely difficult right now. And supplies, and then once they get over the border, to help in whatever way we can so they could uh, do the best the best in alternatives yes, sir. to try to make some some stability rabbi thank you for your your work and you know i, I feel like we, we should, we're going to stay in touch because i can i can foresee where refugees might be making it here to the united states right here to chicago and i know that they'd be welcome with open arms in so many communities rabbi really appreciate your time today Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Let's do what we can. Here, here. Yes, sir. Uh, Rabbi Levi Notik, uh, who is also the director of, of development at Friends of Refugees of Eastern Europe. I, I, again, an organization. You might say, oh, they just came up with that because there's this need in Eastern Europe. No, it's 1973. They've been dealing with refugees, thinking about the former Soviet Union and all of that that went on.